Well, Deshaun Watson says it was all about Coach Stefanski. They seemed to be buddy-buddy. Was it all about Coach Stefanski, or did that contract have something to do with it? We'll entertain the thoughts coming up in the first seg- segment of our show today. Second segment, uh, Nick Chubb, second day missed practice. Uh, if Nick Chubb is not able to go, we got a couple options. Will it be Kareem Hunt? Will it be Dearness Johnson? Or will we get to see some of the rookie uh, rookie running back, Jerome Ford, uh, take some of those carries in a, in a game where running backs will be getting the touches with 50-mile-an-hour winds and terrible weather? And then finally, uh, we will get to uh, the last segment, uh, you know, we the, the Saints are a team that is, is still mathematically alive for the playoffs. They have to win out. They're on the road. And this game is a game that the Browns at home should win. It falls on Joe Woods. And if they can stop the run, Alvin Kamara is coming into this game, a dual threat back. So we'll see if Joe Woods makes any adjustments to take away their playmakers in a tough weather game. We'll talk about it, all those things and more on this episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the Yellow B, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, you know, cutting through here the holiday week, Christmas Eve, Brown Saints, one o'clock in a balmy, balmy, negative nine, if not worse temperatures, possible snow flurries, all the fun and pageantry of a Christmas Eve matchup at First Energy Stadium. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, Mr. Garrett Bush, at GBush91. Co-host here, also the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, part of the panel over there, day in, day out, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Make sure you're checking it out. 92.3, the fans, the barbershop. G will be out there Saturday morning or somehow giving you a pregame coverage through 92.3, the fan. Make sure you're keeping your eyes out for that today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Ultimate Football GN. To download the app, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On All Caps in the game store. As I said, Jeff Lloyd G. Bush, we're rocking it out here as we get in preparation for the Saturday matinee. Browns, New Orleans Saints. Um, first thing we're going to get to here in three segments today, as always, um, Deshaun Watson's comments today. Now, uh, obviously, Deshaun Watson spoke eloquently of his new head coach, Kevin Stefanski, and about how the meeting together, the talking together, is ultimately what brought Deshaun to Cleveland. Now, while I think there's probably a lot to that, let's keep in mind, the Browns did make a trip out to Texas to speak with Deshaun Watson. The Browns came back to Ohio. Didn't seem like the Browns were going to be able to get this done. There was a second trip out to Texas to talk to Deshaun Watson. Then Friday, St. Patrick's Day, 2022, it was then agreed upon between the Browns and the Texans of a trade of a bunch of assets 
and Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns with a brand new contract with a whopping $238 million guaranteed. From what we know, Watson's biggest suitors were his hometown Atlanta Falcons, possibly this week's opponent, the New Orleans Saints. Whether it was the money or whether it was Stefanski, and for me personally, I think it was maybe a combination of the two. I think big factors were players like Jadavian Clowney, you know, making it known that if Watson was coming to Cleveland, he would have stuck around in Cleveland, which he did. Players like Miles Garrett, players like Nick Chubb, players like Denzel Ward, young players in this league, you know the way these guys work. It's it's not like the old days, uh, you know, where guys, you know, didn't know each other. That means they didn't like each other. Everybody knows each other now. These guys have known each other since high school ball. So I don't think there's a clear and definitive uh, one way or the other here, G. I think, you know, in the deeper talks with Stefanski, I think Deshaun Watson was able to envision himself within this team, within this locker room, within this offense, part of the city, part of this culture. Um, it was maybe $238 million. The one that tipped the hand, I'd say probably most likely. Um, that was probably the biggest factor. Did The question then would be, did he give the opportunity for maybe the Atlanta Falcons or the New Orleans Saints to do similar? Because I don't want to hear anybody crying. I mean, look, you're all playing on the same field. You all got checkbooks. You all got a way to make money. You all got a way to pay players. So was it, you know, was it just the $238 million? It was, probably was a big factor. But I think it was the all-around fit with Stefanski and fit with some of the top players on this team. Yeah, man. You know, I, I think we got to look at it in, in terms of, you know, I know sometimes people think of football as, as something other than a, a job, but, you know, uh, when, when you and I pick a job or any any adult picks a job, you know, um, there's there's a couple things involved. Do you want to live in a city or do you want to work in the suburbs? Um, if you do work in a city, how long is your commute going to be? How is traffic in your area? Do I need a car? Should I take the subway? Also, schools. Hey, you got children? How good is the school system, right? You know, uh, if you have a wife, if you, is your wife, you know, in another uh, area of business where she also wants to, to fulfill herself? What about recreation? Is Do you guys enjoy scenery? Do you want to go to the parks? Would you like recreation, like hiking? Um, obviously, pay counts because, you, you, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road. Um, all of those things play a role in it. And then finally, you talk about, to fit with the company, to fit with the organization, to fit with your direct superior. And I think a lot of times, you know, we talk about how, you know, some people want to get on the Haslam's all the time. And some people really, and, and, you know, they talk about ownership a lot, but, you know, on the ground level, when you're talking about, you know, athletes, they, your, your life is really to be truthful. The five or six people in your position group, your coordinator and then your head coach and for you know Deshaun Watson he doesn't really report to Jimmy or D Haslam like his his relationship and the most important relationship he has in terms of like his actual day-to-day job is the head coach who just so happens to call the plays so if you look at it like this you could go to a lot of different places and you could end up with a coach uh, and you can be in New England. You think Mac Jones is going to get to call, you know, get, go into the a room and say, hey, I'd like these six plays to run? Man, if you don't get up out of here, we ain't calling none of them plays. <laughs> you think, you <laughs> think you're going to be able to do certain things with certain coaches 
defensive style coaches, uh, you know, Robert Sala is, is not letting, uh, you know, these quarterbacks for the Jets come in here and, and call whatever they want. Deshaun Watson had a level of cachet before. So if he comes in the room and sits with Deshaun Watson and, and he sits in there with Kevin Stefanski, and Stefanski says, all right, um, I watched your tape. These are some concepts that I think you could really kill it at. And we could build our play. We could build our playbook around these ten concepts right here. Gets on the board, boom, 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 boom. Deshaun Watson gets up there. He says, "Now you tell me what what ten concepts you think this team should be built on." He gets on the board and goes, "Boom, boom, 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 boom." Now all of a sudden, you look at it like, "Yeah, I'm getting a two thirty eight." But at the end of the day, I'm getting an opportunity to have some autonomy. I'm getting an opportunity to have a seat at the table. I get a, I have a very prominent voice with, 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 with the way our offense is run. And if that's the type of collaborative atmosphere, the collaborative, uh, you know, relationship they have, as Amari Cooper spoke to, saying that these guys, you know, collaborate more than it's more of a run this or run that. And that's very different from uh, Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski. That's very different from Jacoby Brissett and and, and Kevin Stefanski. Now you get to see that Deshaun Watson, now he has the, 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 he got the bag. He got the autonomy. He got the relationship that he likes. He has the team and roster around with a strong running game, good offensive line and a strong defensive pieces. And so, at the end, the totality of everything, it just made sense. I would like this roster and coaching staff better than the Saints and better than, than the Falcons, even though they play in domes and warm weather. I think that was the only thing he had to navigate, but at $238 million make you feel warm inside. So who needs who needs domes and being warm? And that was even the that, – that's one other thing here as, as far as the money. Um, you know – Understanding you're going to go here, and there are going to be a couple games a year where you know weather's going to limit what you can do as a quarterback. He's not playing for money anymore. He's got it. That part, that concern is over. So it's then comes to well, what do we do in these games when me, the quarterback, is going to be hampered a little bit? That's where you say, have you seen my offensive line? Have you seen my running back? So for him, you can make that transition. Because you know, a lot of times you're playing for the money. He can he can take on a drop statistically because he's playing for a franchise that has things that should work when the weather becomes an issue, like a running game that the Cleveland Browns have, like a fourth quarter running back in Nick Chubb who leads the NFL in fourth quarter yardage. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, breaking it up here. Your all. Locked on Browns. We're going to get to our next segment here. Nick Chubb, no practice two days in a row. Don't like the sound of that. So let's hope we don't have to go with a plan, but we'll see maybe what the plan would be. Uh, thank you all for sticking around here. Of course, everybody, continue enjoying your holiday week. I am really geeked out by our new partner and sponsor for today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Football GM. If you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing football franchise, well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You manage every strategic aspect of your team. You play through the season. Lead your team to glory. You are responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you 
want to. Uh, I my new franchise is the Honolulu Sharks. We have a ton of work to do. Bunch of players retiring, bunch of players up for contracts. I've got to manage all that. I got to manage nailing the number one overall draft pick in the draft. All this stuff you can do at Ultimate GM. Locked On Browns listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On, all caps, in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football casts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find an episode from the league available as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL. Narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The league is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, pro football. You won't want to miss these untold stories spanning from the 1940s through the present. Our bonus episode is called The Why of the Cowboy. It is an incredible story of how the 1977 Dallas Cowboys brought in Bruce Lee's protege to teach their defense martial arts, ushering in a new approach to the way the league trained. Early story offers equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary. Head over to Locked On NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcasts. Available now. Audible. Get in the game. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd in the building. Continue to support us on uh, on uh, wherever you get your, uh, your podcast. We're everywhere. Make sure you check out uh, all the apps, the Locked On Cleveland app on the Roku app. Make sure you check that out. And, of course, one of the best ways to watch us is on YouTube, of course. Go ahead and hit that notification bell. Subscribe to the channel so you know when all of our content is coming out. For this uh, second segment, uh, Jeff, we talk about it a little bit. The weather is a key thing here. And when you have weather issues, one of the things you want to be able to do is lean on the running game. Obviously, that's going to be difficult if your top running back in uh, Nick Chubb has not been practicing. So, you know, I, I did reach out to a couple of uh, other beat reporters. I reached out to Mary Kay, reached out to Daryl Ryder, and and both of them said, um, you know, you know, they expect you know Nick Chubb to play. Now, anything could change. It's not trending in that direction as, as of now. So that's the reason I really hit him up and actually spoke to him. It's because, you know, right now you got a situation where he hasn't practiced two days in a week. Um, assuming he may be limited, because I think that would limit some of his carries, we need to talk about some of the guys that, that are behind him. Obviously, the number one choice is Kareem Hunt. Uh, approaching almost 500 yards for the season. Has not had the impact that I think he wished he would have had. And he would probably say he, he didn't get an opportunity to have the level of uh, carries and production Right. You know, those things go hand in hand. Uh, Dearness Johnson would probably say, well, look, you think you got a bad. I got a bad over here. I still ain't got what I need to get. You know, hey, I'm trying to, you know, I remember the days of me running for 130 plus on primetime football and being the darling of the league. He feels he can play. And the guy that we've been wanting to see for a long period of time has done a decent, solid job on the kick return game. It's Jerome Ford, uh, back out of Cincinnati, really highly touted by the Browns organization. He has a, a different level of speed and burst. I wouldn't mind seeing him, to be honest with you. I know what I got in Kareem Hunt. I know what I got in Dearness Johnson. 
But if you're going to plan on moving away from Kareem Hunt, which it looks like they're going to do, last year, Dearness Johnson's uh, contract, I don't see, foresee them bringing him back. That leaves one Jerome Ford as a guy that can really pay dividends and actually see what he got in the last three games. So if it happens to be a Nick Chubb, you know, foot, you know, maybe he'd only gets 10 carries. But in a game that is going to be windy, 50-mile-an-hour winds, you're not going to be throwing deep balls. You're going to run the ball 40 times. So now how do you split those carries up, give an opportunity to a younger guy to kind of see what he has? Jeff, what are your thoughts on, on uh, Nick Chubb? Because you know he wants to play. You know what kind of ball player Nick Chubb is. Um, but what what are your contingency plan for carries for the guys after him? Uh, first things first, I, I, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't do this. Um, and I meant to start the show with this um, to the Pittsburgh Steelers family. Obviously, um, there's no bigger legend when you're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. There is no bigger legend than the name of Franco Harris. Um, and obviously, this was sudden. Um, he was going to be honored Saturday in Pittsburgh, which would have been the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, something obviously quickly, tragically struck Franco Harris and his family. Um, so you know, just terrible, terrible news. Um, and for me, it's always, it's, you know, like you, you realize you're really getting older. You know what I'm saying? When, it, you know, and you don't want to peak. And then I see, wow, 72, I think 73 years old. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like these were guys, you know, that I, I grew up and Franco Harris was the standard. So, uh, you know, to the Pittsburgh Steelers family, obviously, you know, biggest condolences and rest in peace to one of the game's absolute true icons in Franco Harris. Now, gee, with Nick, this is where kind of the issue is. Now, when we're talking about a foot and, you know, I mentioned this yesterday, like any look, you got bumps and bruises this type of year. But, you know, G, like, what is the biggest key and what do they always talk about when we have a guy where we don't know if he's playing or he's not? You know, they get out there about 1030. Guys start moving around and, you know, is it getting loose? Is it not getting loose? Negative nine degrees. It's really tough to get anything loose. I mean, you know, you, you, you're going to go out there, whatever you got, you're going to feel. The other thing is we talk about the ground. Ground's probably going to be rock frozen. I'm talking about like running in a parking lot. What's that going to do? Like what kind of you know, sensation is he going to feel in this foot? Nobody said what it is or what it isn't, but for Nick Chubb to not practice, is a major headline for Nick Chubb to not practice two days in a row is an even bigger headline. This guy is all about his business, all about doing what he needs to do. So we'll see, but it leaves a slippery. So it doesn't really leave a slippery slope and the Browns they've been loaded in the backfield all year. They haven't taken advantage of it, but they've been loaded in the backfield all year. Kareem hunt, Kareem hunt had that area where we weren't seeing much of him, And even what we were seeing wasn't really that great. With Deshaun Watson back, though, we've seen an uptick again in Kareem Hunt's play. Ethan Posick in this week obviously helps the running game there as well. Dearness Johnson, freshest guy in the building, freshest guy in that <laughs> running back room. Right. And, you know, the Browns, they're going to be, I think we all agree, we're going to move on from Kareem Hunt. You know, Jerome Ford's going to probably get an opportunity here, you know, in the coming years. But the decision also would be to be made on Dearness Johnson. His value they couldn't really move him in the offseason. It doesn't really seem like anybody came calling. They did try to move him. Nobody came calling. Um, now, does he get a little audition here? Does he get a big opportunity? And we've seen Thursday Night Football last year. Nick was out. Kareem was out. 
And what did it become? It became Dearness goes to primetime. And Dearness Johnson became the primetime star that night. He's got the ability in him. And with the offensive line being intact and Dearness being so intelligent as far as that damn bird. We're babies. We are bird sitting. I am not thrilled. So that's what that is, folks. <laughs> so, but with Dearness Johnson, he is a very disciplined runner. And so this could be a great opportunity for him because discipline, and this is key, when you're talking about negative nine and t- temperatures and wind like we're talking about, the biggest thing for players is going to be able to block out the weather, be disciplined, be able to play and understand that these elements are here. But, you know, for those four to five seconds in any play, you were giving it a 110% effort. Jerome Ford, to this point, only a couple of token carries to close out the victory at Houston. I'd love to get him involved. And, you know, he's done a fantastic job, G, as you said, as the return man. It's one of Mike Prefer's brighter spots here that not, a lot of people are talking about. Uh, so maybe to get Jerome, Jerome Ford into this mix. Look, you're going to be running, my guess would be 75%, 80%, if not even higher of the actual plays you're going to run. It's going to be more than one guy. Um, you know, as much as not having Nick is a difficult move to have, um, with the game dictating the way that you're going to have to play, it might be an advantage to the Browns because they got some fresh running backs who haven't gotten a lot of work yet to this point. So we'll see the way it all plays out. But there is a plan in place. And, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if the Browns said, look, man, I can't have you out there running on concrete with a bad foot. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, I, I'll go with, um, you know, what Nick is going to do and, and kind of give him, you know, see how he feels. Um, by no stretch of his imagination, do, do you need Nick Chubb to be going out there and, and, and aggravate his foot and get a Liz Frank injury where, um, you know, you talk about his metatarsals and, and, and small bones in your foot. And when you're a running back, you know, you don't want to look back and say, man, if I would have just sat that game out, you know, in tough weather, those – and then your foot, because I've, uh, I've had a pin put in my big toe before. That area traditionally does not get a lot of blood flow. And what you need in that area is blood flow to continue to get your, your foot to heal, uh, whether you have a hairline fracture or, or anything, any ailment in that area. So you you just want to be you just want to be um, what I would say you want to be very cautious with it. You know he's a tough guy. I I, I trust his judgment. But the last thing you want to do is three games left in the season. The Browns aren't going to make the playoffs, and you got a, you got spoils of running backs in the, in the stable, and you run Nick Chubb for no reason. So uh, you never want to do that. Yeah, I mean, for me, the biggest thing here was is going to be the weather and the shape of the field, um, and a foot. And like you said, look, everybody knows, man, you sprained an ankle, done something to your foot at some point in time. What did I tell you? Elevate it, get it above your heart. Why? Because what G just said. And if anybody knows how about deal with injuries and pain, is G Bush. You know, you're supposed to. Hold, you know, so guess what? When you're standing on it, it's going to be extra cold. That ground is going to be hard as a rock. There really isn't the proper foot, the, the proper cleat to wear on a field like this. I don't even know if y'all remember. I'm sure G does. Most of your young, the old Nike Sharks. That's what you would break out back in the day. They kind of had like that turf feel or whatever. But that's kind of what you got to use when you're playing on a hard rock surface. So we'll see the way it works for Nick this week. But I would be surprised if maybe we're out with number 24 this week. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, taking you through your Wednesday. Locked on Browns. It's time of the year you have a company over you get this time from middle of december all the way up through the new year people coming in in your house people coming out of your house you want to be able to stock the bar maybe you don't know maybe you don't drink wine in your house that's why you use a company like total wine and more 
something special. This holiday, find what you love at Total Wine & More. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite single barrel bourbon or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. Love what you find. Only a total wine and more. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Make sure uh, you guys drive safe. The roads are going to be crazy all over the Midwest. It seems like there's going to be terrible weather. It's going to be weather out here in Cleveland. It's going to be weather out there um, in the uh, specifically in the Chicago area in the Midwest. And uh, so that's definitely going to be something um, to, to watch out for. So if you're out and about on those roads, make sure you stay safe uh, when you're ever moving and traveling your holiday uh, season. We also want to thank you guys for uh, getting us over 4,000. Moved over 4,000. We're congrats. We we pumped about that. Excited about that. So we're just going to continue to keep bringing out this uh, great content for you. And and I meant to say congratulations to your New York Mets, uh, Jeff. You guys have uh, <laughs> you pulled you pulled a Deshaun Watson s type move at the last moment. You pull Correa out of a hat, 300-plus million. It must be good. It must be nice to have Daddy Warbucks as your owner. <laughs> Steve Steve Cohen has spent $805 million this month. $805 million. Uh, as you know, look, you get older. Uh, yeah, anybody probably north of 40 knows. You usually don't sleep through the night. You got to get up. You got to go use the restroom. Uh, yeah. And... I saw a notification on the phone and a buddy of mine who I grew up with, he's now a West coaster. So it was more relative to his time. Met sign Korea. I'm like, it's so got to open up. To, and I was just like, dude, are you serious? And it de- look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It does feel like, you know, really like, like it, 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 like it, it, it almost feels like you pull him a like too much. You know, but it is actually funny because the irony of why I enjoy the New York Mets is because I could not stand the way things went for the New York Yankees. I enjoyed the Yankees growing up. But when it was the A-Rod move, it was like, all right, you're good board. You don't need to have an all-star everywhere. You want to know it? Yeah, 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 you do. Now, hey, G, let's get into this. And I'll, yep, and I'll kick it over here to you, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah, well, I'm good. I'll be all good. But G, we'll take it to you here, look. This Saints roster is flawed. This is not a good team. Take the weather out of the equation and the fact that this is a team that plays in the southeast of, you know, of the United States, and they do play in a dome. This isn't a good football team. They don't run the ball. Can't stop the run. They've been getting gashed loose the last few weeks. Andy Dalton starting this game. I mean, if I'm Andy Dalton, I'd be like, really? <laughs> Why? Um, for me, the only thing I think that slightly concerns me from the New Orleans Saints is probably Taysom Hill. Just because he's an absolute wild card, he can throw it a little. We'll see if there's any opportunity to throw the ball whatsoever at all on Saturday. Um, Alvin Kamara is not nearly the player that Alvin Kamara used to be. And on this surface, in these elements, I doubt all of a sudden he's going to you know get back to the guy he was for a couple of years where he was dominating the league. This is a football team that 100% should be beaten by this Cleveland Browns franchise. And you cannot have slip-ups here, man. You're trying to build momentum to create more positivity in that locker room. You're trying to make your product more attractive so you can go out and, you know, be successful in, uh, you know, in free agent market here. This is a absolutely one just can't lose. This is, this is a bad, bad football team. The only reason they are relevant again is because nobody in the NFC South seems to give a damn about winning the NFC South. 
Yeah, it, it's just it, this is a game where Joe Wood should should come out and learn from what he, with his mistakes a couple of days ago, a, a week, a few weeks ago in Cincinnati. In that game, they had multiple guys out, and you let Jamar Chase hurt you. You let him destroy you. Now, this game, you should learn from that and really take away what the other team does best. If you look at this roster, they really don't have guys that are going to kill you in the game. Chris Olave is having a really good year. But just assume that also, the, the past Also game, possibly a player who may not play this week. Yes, he's also banged up. Now, now just take just just take for granted that the passing games, both passing games will be neutralized. Now you're left with an offensive line that, you know, hit or miss. Alvin Kamara, who does not have a, a really crazy season, still talented, but, you know, has about 700 yards or so. You have an opportunity to say with terrible weather, I'm pulling out the old Buddy Ryan. Old Buddy Ryan defense, you gonna have to beat me doing something else. I got two, I got two, three techniques. I got a bunch of, I got people that like it, it, it's gonna be bad. And when you, what you can do is, if you got to come out and go line, so be it. This game should be a game where you make Andy Dalton have to beat you uh, and not give up so much cushion. We're not playing off guys. We're not doing any of that. We're gonna make it very difficult for you uh, on the, at the line of line of scrimmage, and then and then you know play where your chips, man. You you can live with the results if you play to your advantages and and play towards what the weather is. And this is a game that the defense has an opportunity to come out here and do so. Andy Dalton doesn't have a strong arm to begin with, let alone with his forty or fifty mile an hour gusts coming off that lake. I think the Browns are, are in a position where they should win this and win this game. Not, I, I think they should, if they want to be who they think they are, they should win this game going away. I kind of agree. And keep in mind, you know, 14 to three would be considered going away in this game. I think the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the total points, I think it's at 31 and a half. That's like one of the lowest there's been in a long, long time, actually. The last time that even number was hit was a Cincinnati over the Browns 14-0 game. I forget when that was, um, you know, years and years ago. Uh, this team just lost their center. The New Orleans Saints just put their center, Cesar Ruiz, on IR. So he is out. So now you got to bring a center in uh, into a, a matchup like this, in weather like this. I absolutely agree with you. 100% G. Bush, bare front here. I'm playing five on the defensive line. I might play six on the defensive line. Um, if it is not Chris Olave. Jarvis Landry, we love him, we know him, but I ain't worried about Jarvis Landry beating any cornerback on this team deep because <laughs> we never saw But So I don't think it's all of a sudden now as he's gotten older, it's there. They don't really block for the quarterback well. Uh, Alvin Kamara is under four yards of carry. Mark Ingram was under four yards of carry. This is just not constructed as a good football team. There's going to have to be some creativity here from one of these offenses. Somebody's going to have to come with something that either – They've held in their back pocket all season, or they just basically put it on the fly this week due to the elements. You got to be smart. You got to play disciplined. You got to play tough. Um, again, I think the Browns, you know, this should be an easier matchup with, uh, you know, with, with, in this game for them. And again, look, we're not going to use this as a measuring stick for Deshaun Watson in any way whatsoever. That would be foolish. It would be silly to do. Uh, so, you know, let's just stop that. Because I'm sure it's going to try to pick up. Yeah, the ball's going to be all over the place. The balls might go low. They might go high. They might go left. They might go right. So the key for the Browns here, get up early. 
run the ball and maybe put New Orleans in the position where they have to try to wait to find in conditions that none of those guys are absolutely ready for. He is Garrett Bush, host here of Lockdown Browns. Of course, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11-1 on YouTube. Check the boys out over there. They do a fantastic job. Many guests piling in through uh, throughout the week, so make sure you check all that out. 92.3 The Fan, the barbershop. G's there every Saturday morning, 92.3 The Fan. This Saturday, you will get the tailgate show. G. Bush and the crew are all be out there uh if you're coming by make sure you're bringing them scalding hot coffee or hot oh, chocolate oh, the boys oh, need hey, some. That, no, uh-oh we don't Here we go. about coming by we inside we we got the we got the we got the call from the big guy andy roth gave me the call said no we inside man it's 10 o'clock we'll be starting pregame ah. 10 a.m pregame show and the lord above must have been hearing the prayers of one mr garrett bush you ask you shall receive so you get a great show because you won't get this you're gonna get real commentary saturday morning 92.3 fm make sure you check it out make sure you follow it garrett bush at g bush 91 myself jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd the show itself at lockdown browns follow back account again getting us over 4k that's for a lot of new listeners here we could not appreciate you guys more for making the jump here Coming along for the ride. It's going to be a big three-week run here to close this out for your Browns. Nine and eight, that's the goal, baby. Whether or not playoffs happen, we'll see. We can't control that. Appreciate you all for making us your first listen every day on your favorite podcast platform on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, notifications on, throwing some likes on those episodes. Just helps us out with promotion, more eyes getting to the show, driving more people here. And if you got Roku, go ahead, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will get us. You will get G and the crew over at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Locked On Guardians, Locked On Cavs, we will give you the best Cleveland sports coverage that you deserve. Keyword there, deserve. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.